just need a little time to get used to the fact that Warden Gentles is dead. Can we have a moment of silence for uh, Warden Gentles? <laughs> it, oh, from Arrested Development. He was the... That's right. Who? James Lipton played the... Warden James Gentles. Lipton played Warden Gentles in Arrested Development when, when Joe Bluth <laughs> went into prison. Actually, I think that gonna... was a different Warden. I think it was a different Warden. I think it was season three where um, Warden Gentles became Warden of the prison. And um, like he wanted... like. You wrote a movie script. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So who was the first warden? Oh, it was just it was just a no name actor. He was yeah. kind of like a biggie, a bigger, like buff, buff, chunky guy. Yeah. And he, he was excited about the prison beatings that the brash young magician Joe <laughs> yes. was going to endure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know uh, whenever someone says uh, warden and especially prison warden, do, do you guys know which warden I think about? There are no points for getting the correct answer because they uh, should the be one obvious. From let's go to prison. No, whatever that is. Another no. Will Arnett in prison <clears throat> situation. Mm. Uh, Dax Shepard, Will Arnett. Let's go to the, prison. The guy, the warden from Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Yeah. Of He's course. Very, Samuel Norton. Is that you knew his yeah, name? That makes very more good. Sense. I just binged the character. Oh, you binged it. Okay, because he has a very recognizable face. But I, yeah, I would not have been able the, to. The actual actor is. Bob Gunton. Bob Gunton. Okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, not. It's one of those faces. It's oh, it's that guy. I feel like the hair is still alive. Too. He can't be. He can't be alive. He, still. he is seven, 79 or something. Seventy six. Okay. Sounds like we've got some. We're not sure how old he is. It's <laughs> a range. I, I don't know. I don't know about Swedish Wikipedia, but. Uh, <laughs> you, American you, Wikipedia you, says he's still alive and he's seven. Well, you you know what it's like with really old people, like people from history who were born a long time act? ago, and we don't know when they're born. <laughs> there you were no records like, you, back then. You give an estimate, and like we think they're so people that are over seventy years old. How are we supposed to know? Yeah, I mean, oh, that's why I searched Bond Gunton. Yes, yes, he is um, still acting. He was in last year's second reboot of Ghostbusters, uh, the the Paul Rudd one. Oh, he was the ghost farmer, of course. He was the ghost farmer. And he was also in Ryan's favorite movie, Trouble with the Curve. Nice. The movie where Clint Eastwood plays the scout who's blind and he can hear the crack of the bat (laughs) and know that the guy is a good hitter. It's 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 the uh it's a, the money ball. It's, what, it's, it's, what, it's right what up there damage, with money ball. What, what damage that movie did to scouting where you know, <laughs> these guys got the, the you know the old school scouts, there's so many like you know visual metrics that they they keep track of. Clitties was nah, I don't even watch the game, I can just hear it. <laughs> okay. How about we pivot to a countdown? What do we, we count counting? down the number of questions on Jeremy Piven's pivot, J- Jimmy Lipton's questionnaire? Yeah, so I've got 10, 4, 3. One. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast during this, uh, what month is it now, Ryan? November. Happy Halloween, everyone. I hope you didn't get any rainbow fentanyl. I mean, it's just, Thomas. It's is that just doable? Been... Do you think? Do you think you can get this out by November? I I don't know. It feels like just last month we were here. I mean, time just flies. Uh, wasn't? Uh, you but remember Shay? when we wasn't, had Ming wasn't on? Shay? Shouldn't Shay be here today? Aren't we supposed to talk about Ghost? You Ghost? said the Patrick Nick, Swayze you said you movie. Want to have a guest? Why did uh, you ask him what time zone he's in? And then 
after he replied, EDT, you <laughs> totally just ignored it. I, you ghosted I just, him. I, I have too many things going on. I, I can't hates, keep, also, I can't keep track of what I'm doing. Daylight was that, time. It's, was that in he, an effort to try to get him? Time. Yeah, I, don't, I think he did even know. But it's November. It's standard time. It's November. Uh, so you were you were thinking you were asking him to possibly get him on for well yesterday. Yes. Without no. alerting me or. <laughs> Chris, that was your intention. Surprise. Because We're I talk could about have followed up with, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Ghost again without him. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, so I just I just wanted to to highlight uh, to our listeners that we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash SSEU pod. And the last foreplay was maybe better than anything that has appeared on this show. Ever. It was. It was good. It was good. Uh, it it was really good. So I strongly recommend that. And if the one if yesterday or the one with Ben, with Ben. And, and yeah, so if, really if you don't, if you don't have your own copy, just email JVL and he'll send it to you or something. I don't know. So in November we need to have Ben on again. So it, when we say yesterday, it'll <laughs> make more sense. I'm talking about the one you guys. Did Wait, yesterday. Ben was on in September. All right. So a- another thing I want to get out of the way uh, straight away here is on the sub beacon, uh, Ryan. You find you find Victorina Mattis really funny, and no one else does. Can you explain? No, because everybody's made me Wait, feel like. Hang on, hang um, on. I'll play a clip here. Uh, um, question about yeah. uh, the Woman King, Sonny. Is this a? I don't know much about it. Is it? Is sure. it? Is it a period piece? Yeah. So it's okay, Ryan. I'm not saying that that is the kind of joke that I would make because I don't go in for that kind of humor. It's gross and inappropriate, but I definitely would have, I definitely think that that is a joke that Vic would make. And I totally, and what sold it on me, and I guess it's just because Vic has like comedic timing in his bones as he's building up to it's, he's, it's almost like if, if he was a joke, kind of like how he kind of stumbles over the word. He's like, uh, 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 a period piece like that's what you would do if it was a joke to kind of like build up to it and uh highlight it and so that even more made me think that oh yeah that's definitely a joke and then Sunday is just yes it is texted the clip to jbl and i just said come on uh uh something just like uh sunny just keeps going uh without acknowledging this at all and he just replied with a question mark. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. And then I told him what I thought. And he just said, oh, well, if he was joking, it totally went over my head too. And Vic said, it wasn't a joke. <laughs> it said, it, he said, it was not a joke at all. He said, he's laughing about it now as he listens to it, thinking what I thought he was doing. But he said, no, he would have done his little 14-year-old giggle. He just can't yeah, help himself. I, yeah. Speaking of that kind of uh, movies. So I, w- I would say I, I, I what don't kind of movies. Uh, I watched uh, Little Women that week. I hadn't <laughs> uh, I hadn't seen it before. Uh, I watched it for for the first for the first time. The very was that a time. was that a period movie? Yeah, it was actually quite good. I don't understand why no one's ever like mentioned it to me. It was enjoyable. So and, uh, I'm assuming you watched the Winona Ryder one and not the Timothy one. He was in it. Oh, okay. What? Who was? What was? Somebody was it? One of you that made the joke that he was because I was saying how good he was. Someone said something about Someone like asked, he was which, the littlest. Which, which one of the women was like the was littlest it? woman or something? I don't know what it was. Somebody That's else. Funny made joke. joke. I wish I made it. It probably it might have been you. I, it was just, probably me. Yeah, Let's just, just say yeah, that was me. He was the littlest woman. Moving on, uh, I want I want to talk about what I've been up to uh, since uh, we last recorded. 
uh, well, th- there's one main thing, which is that I went to a hockey game this past weekend and we sat at the restaurant tables on like the short end of the ice. And it was amazing. You have waiters and lady waiters and the food and the alcohol just keep on coming. You don't have to get up. You don't have to shove anyone out of the way when you go to the bathroom. You, you, it, you sat terrific. on the tables and you didn't Wait, even you have to go to get the up. bathroom right at the table. Uh, that, is... That's the next level. I couldn't afford that. The restaurant that's for like the VIP, uh, the VIPs and the restaurant short line. No queue at all. It was terrific. The best part <laughs> at the restaurant tickets were like 80 bucks a person minus the alcohol. You have to buy that separately, but all the food was included in it. So that's pretty good for 80 bucks. It, for It, it was food. really good. I have no idea what those kind of tickets would cost in like the NHL, but 10 times that. No, I don't know, but much more. Of course, you'd also get like the best hockey in the world. Is You know how they say like sex and pizza are similar in that like when it's bad, it's still really good. Yes, I've heard this. Yes, but like the opposite is true with hockey. Like even when hockey's really when good, it's still bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shut up. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is if only there were a different something else to watch besides hockey. You get to watch hockey. That that's enough for me. Like but I would pay eighty but- bucks for the buffet and like maybe access to a TV that showed a different sport. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? Can I speak? Can I just set up- my iPad up? Right here? <laughs> you have Wi-Fi, right? Speaking of a different sport, uh, where are the Gophers ranked? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, which poll, AP or coaches? Yes, actually, I don't know. Twenty-one. The AP coaches poll. Wait, wait, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't uh, say because then people will know. Because by 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 the time we record, okay, sorry. Give, give, um, give a range. Give a it's range. November. It's November, it's so November. they are number six in the country. <laughs> Have they lost any games yet? No, no. Um, the game at Penn State, um, which was uh, on October 7th or 8th, um, that was a tough game. But other than that, they've run the table. I mean, and they, they, they won that game have too. That, I, I think in what really brought them together in October was when they uh, had the plane crash and they had that alive uh, <laughs> situation that they all had to go through. Wow. Sure, they yeah. lost a few guys. Bonding. It was a bonding was, situation. Yeah. They but came they out closer any, than ever. They... Yes, the, you know, those guys are lost, but they are still with the team. Yes, they still well, live on in our intestines. Still, like and, I, and I mean, it's it's really sad that their coach died, but I think Maddie is doing a terrific job. <laughs> it you was really Maddie... nice with him. He, he, he was like, they were like, let's get the guy from We Are Marshall. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I think he's a UT. McConaughey? Yes. <laughs> like the actor yeah. or the actual coach. Uh, either like well the coach is dead <laughs> well let's get the actor he was he did a really good job i i i i liked uh, back in september or so chris uh, you shared uh, some sort of news column or article with us uh, in the chat where they were they were praising uh, the gophers and the way of playing and the article I pretty much said this. they are dominant like alabama and i'm like that's that's <laughs> maybe going a bit too far but the the run they've been on since the plane crash, I'm I'm willing to give it to them. Hang on, guys. I we've got uh, Maddie on the line here. Matt, uh, Coach Matt. Sorry, Coach Matt. Um, tell us about your scheme. Um, what scheme did you bring to the Gophers? All right. Do you feel like the defense uh, is better or worse uh, without um, Sorry Marin? Uh, what do you think? Like, did, was was that loss a serious loss? All right. Previn Span Ford is six feet seven. Is what's the law of diminishing returns when it comes to the height of a tight end? All right. 
Now let's go take some coke. Thank you for your time. Tulane is better than Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Tulane, greater sign, Oklahoma. Do you know Kansas State's coaches? Right now? Uh, well, you probably it, don't know his uh, name. His Bill name is Chris Kleeman. His, his name is Chris Kleeman. But do you know where he coached before going to Kansas State? No, it's it's the, you, you've done the, is it Augustana or something? Sioux Falls. No, 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 no. That's, you're thinking of Kalen DeBoer, who's now oh. Washington's coach. Oh. Yeah, he went 67 and three or something at USF before moving on. But the answer is uh, Chris Kleeman, who the coached worst that experience in NDSU. NDSU. I had my headphone in still and just had to listen to you guys talk about college football <laughs> without being able to interrupt it at all. Ryan, uh, tell, I, us, tell us about your hat. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Are it, you wearing uh, a, is that an Arizona hat? What? Yeah. Where'd you get that? Why? Did you, go, did you buy that at a store? I was, did you buy I it was, at Roses? It was given to me at the, at the trivia event that Tim, Ho- Tim Miller hosted at Trib Pet, Trib Fest. It was a, uh, a woman. She was a big fan. And um, of you, she, she didn't know who I was, but she was a big fan of Tim. And yeah, I, so I figured out why she gave him for some reason this trivia event. One of the sponsors was Arizona. I don't, I don't know why. But so she like gave him this hat. She wanted him to put it on. And he was just like, oh, that's not going to fit me. No, no. Like he did not want this on his hair at all. Uh, he, he, she kept trying to put it on. He was like stopping it from going on to his touching his hair. And so he's just like, oh, well, I don't want it. I'll give it to my daughter. And she's just like very insistent to, for him to take it. So he took it. He's like, all right, I'll give it to my daughter. And then um, he like turned to me. He's like, do you want this? I don't want this piece of shit. <laughs> and I was like, but he did think that she had left, but she was still over by her table. And so I said, uh, she, she's still here. So why don't you wait on that just a minute? So then after she left, he gave I, it to I, li- I like the idea of being able to wear a hat without it touching her hair. How would that work? No, I'm saying she was trying to put it on him and he was like pushing it away because he did not want it touching his hair. Well, the whole thing hat. seems very strange. Like, you know, when you give someone you love dearly a crappy gift, there's already something kind of weird about that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I want you to have. Uh, it's not like a gift card. It's not like crappy. nice. What do you mean crappy? Look at that. Hat club. I retract my statement. It's part of the hat club. Uh, $25. $25. $26. $25.99. You know how there's a Seinfeld episode for everything? There is a Seinfeld episode for regifting. There, there are rules it that was, you're supposed to follow. So in the, in the, since we last recorded, another thing that I did was that I went to a conference and on, uh, well, all days of the conference, there was a lot of drinking. But one night in particular, we went out, the bars closed, and they, they did that whole, well, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here things. And, and we have did to they leave. sing? Did they sing closing time? No. Is that a thing? I know who I want to take me home. Hmm. Okay, let's There's stop. one that. song that Chris knows. We went, we went back to the hotel and we emptied both minibars. This is the first time in my life that I have emptied a minibar and we did two in one night. Wow. I, this is a milestone for me. Have you guys ever done that? How just open a bit. Don't, don't care about the prices or anything. Just the wine. I've never and... accessed the no, minibar. No, I've not, not, oh. never. Because like only, only like people who love to burn their money do such a thing. How many was the mini bar that you like? What are we talking about? Like, uh, like, was it like a small You're talking refrigerator? About the like how many of the itty bitty bottles of liquor were in there each were, of the minibars? There were four bottles of beer in each mini bar and two <laughs> bottles of white Chardonnay of some sort. And this is after closing Jeez. down a bar. <laughs> Holy crap. How was the next day? How much, how much was this? 
Because oh, I, I, would, I bet that the beer, I bet each beer was $18, $25. I, I, I tell you how much it was, but I closed my eyes and just paid the next morning. Uh, the next day, Chris, was uh, I, I skipped the first two uh, sessions of the conference and <laughs> arrived at about 11 o'clock. It's, Worked it's in, a good pick up gig the tab. if you can get it. There is, if there is one thing that uh, Swedish municipalities, regions, the state, if there's one thing they're picky about, it's no alcohol. They do yeah. not pay for alcohol. Yeah, you guys are like weirdly puritanical about alcohol while like, I mean, you're kind of puritanical about orgies during, you know, pandemics. Um, actually, no, have, you're have never mind. You're, <laughs> yeah, you just get kind of pick and choose your your. No, uh, no but, but that's that's the biggest. Uh, maybe the biggest difference between, well, I shouldn't say that. That's one of the differences between Sweden and countries on the continent is that if you go on a work trip to like Vienna, they're like, I don't know, drinking liters of beer for lunch with their schnitzel. And you're like, can, can we do that? Is that allowed? So like everyone else is having fun. The Swedes are like pay, paying cash for the for the beer. This list of average mini bar prices, it's saying Stella Artois, only $7. That sounds fair, but how big is the bottle? <laughs> Besides the <laughs> like, liquor bottle, no, still Artois. That's that's the beer. The Sky Vodka is thirty dollars in the mini bar. Um, so that's got to be a bigger than one of those minis. That's a three hundred and seventy-five milliliter, a okay. fifty milliliter bottle of Bombay Sapphire. This says is seven dollars and fifty cents. You might have done okay. This is from HuffPost yeah, I, from twenty fifteen. So I don't know. I actually don't think it was all that outrageous. Uh, but I honestly don't remember. Let's get on with the show. Chris, headline. Headline. Okay, <clears throat> here it is. No poo-pooing poo. Researchers envision an extreme circular economy. You ready okay. for this? Okay. All right. Now no, I get it. No, like, if it, no, no. If you're if just eating about, poop all the time, eating then it, I'm you're... out. Here is the lead. Imagine like you're eating dinner. Economy. Imagine you're eating dinner on a ceramic plate oh. and drinking water from a plastic oh. cup. While sitting in a brick house, a seemingly ordinary scenario, except that your plate, cup, and your home are all fashioned in part from recycled feces. Oh, so not the food, but the, the plate. plate, the cup, and the house. Poop house, yes. This comes from I mean, you're CNN. You're getting some of it, the, the plate in the cup. You're getting some. Shall I continue, or do you want to marinate on that a little I, longer? I, 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 there's a joke in here about literally shitting bricks. <laughs> in, in your brick house, but uh, go on. Now imagine using your poop to propel a spaceship to and from Mars and shield you from cosmic radiation along the way. Hey, they they stole that from. Uh... That's what the Dave Matthews Band bus was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to make it up this. They're going up the incline of the bridge. They're like, we're not going to make it up. We're gonna have to drop the boosters. <laughs> no, um, th that show with uh, Hugh Laurie in space, where he, um, oh yeah, like they had the poop like rate protecting them from radiation, um, in, in space, and it was members <laughs> orbiting the, was orbiting the spaceship. Hugh, uh, is this like a spinoff of House? I don't know what else he's been in. In it's my spinoff of Veep, but in space. Yes, yeah, kind of. In my upcoming book, Flush: The Remarkable Science of an Unlikely Treasure. I describe how the misunderstood byproduct. Oh, wait, Are you said <laughs> upcoming book. How did you can get paid to write about a book about poop? And you can even call it a treasure to unlikely treasure. Yeah. I describe how the misunderstood byproduct of our daily living is a vastly undervalued natural resource. So I'll, I'll just stop there. There's a lot more I could read, but um, yeah, it's on brand, uh huh? 
you know, I get that. Like, you know, every morning after turn around, look at my bowel movement. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know how like uh, in like a, a river, you can kind of pick up some rocks and just kind of let them sift through your your fingers. I'll do that uh, with my bowel movements on sure. occasion. And uh, yeah, and I get the treasure board because sometimes you just get the urge, just kind of want to rub your face in it and just really see what it's made of. Or just sift through it and see if there are hidden treasures in it. But I would not Ooh, consider poop yeah. the hidden treasure. But it's like it what I've the, eaten. Yeah. What, Pieces of a credit card? Wolf hair? <laughs> do, do you know who this person is? Uh, yeah, the person wrote the article. Bryn Nelson, B-R-Y-N Nelson. You have to write a damn article about the damn book you wrote about poop. I wrote my own review for my... <laughs> this book was excellently name. researched. What the hell is he doing? He doesn't have any vowels in his name. Sometimes Bryn? why? Sometimes why? Sometimes why? But I'm not this time. All right. okay, anyway, like... available where books are available when? Do you think we can get an advanced it's, copy? I can get it right now. It's It's out. It's a uh, oh, oh it's uh, it came out September thirteenth, twenty twenty two. Oh, ages ago. Months I mean, ago. yeah, this is so long ago. <laughs> you had this from earlier this summer, is what is when you got this article. I'm gonna add it to the wish list. I might use one of my one of, my <laughs> one of your audible credits. One, Ooh, boy, one of my remaining one hundred and sixty four credits. Are you guys ready for something we haven't done in a while? Are you guys ready for a game? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Is it you're, like the game so that on Thursday night bulwark last night? Tim, it was just Tim and JVL last night. And, no, t- Ryan, that was weeks the, ago, months ago when it was Tim and JVL, and they said we're gonna play a game. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> they knew what a game is. They just like took turns asking each other's questions. There was no score. There was no points. Like it was interesting. It, well, the score could have been JVL updating the number of people who had left. Uh, the, <laughs> the zoom since they started the game the quote-unquote game this is a real game uh, ladies and gentlemen this is a real game it is a co-op game though so both ryan and chris they get to try and uh, and both do this so who are Hang we on? competing against uh me mostly okay good we're gonna game master you. uh it's like in um, I, I guess in um, running man i don't know what that is Baking soda. So here's what we're here's what I want you to do. I just want words? you to name in order ranked the top ten most watched movies in theater in 2019. Holy cow! In Sweden. <laughs> do we get the uh, wait? Are you going to give us the ten movies and we and we put them in order? Well, yeah, sure. I can. I, I can. Because otherwise, it's just going to be girl with the, you know, something like that would be our uh, guesses. So I, I would have done 2020 or 2021, but they are weird years, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. 2019 is the last normal year we had. So we're doing 2019. Uh, uh, all right. Are these all movies no, that sweet. we will have heard of or are they Swedish movies? Yeah, I'm going to give you the 10 uh, with, with the titles in English. So, I mean, you could yeah. have said 2019 movies from in the United States, and if you don't give right. me the movies, I'm yeah. probably not going to be able to. <laughs> All right. Like... Uh, so, did uh, Fight I'm Club gonna... come out in in, in 2019? <laughs> yeah, that was that that. Oh, that's right. That's what that book was about. Oh, Beauty, was Beauty and the Beast, maybe movie. like the animated Aladdin, Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, Frozen Two, How to Train Your Dragon Three, Hidden Valley, or something like that. Joker, <laughs> The Lion King, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. 
Let me put them in the chat for you guys. I wrote them down. So obviously I did not write them down. Obviously, Frozen 2 is going to be up there because that's you know, what I was going to say. Obviously, How to Train Your Dragon is up there because like, isn't that about Vikings and stuff? You, you have the option to ask for a clue for what is uh, something let's, Joker? Hey, let, let, let's say all of them. You can ask for a clue for all of them, and I will give you where they placed in the U.S. domestic box office. <laughs> so that's your clue. Is I mean, that's is not much of a clue? And what the fuck would do that? I think it's a clue. Like if something placed. 105th on the U.S. box office. Maybe it wasn't number one on the Swedish one. I don't know. I, I think that with logic and reason, what you know about Sweden and Swedish moviegoers and movies, you, you can figure this out. I predict that it's not going to look that much different than the U.S. one. So so Captain Marvel is way up there then? Was that way up there in the United States? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, Yeah, it's a hilarious joke, right? Haha, <laughs> because it was so good. Um. So Endgame, obviously. So Endgame's number one, right? If 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 we're saying there's anything similar to U.S., like Endgame made all the money. Let's get let's bring Ben on. Ben, um, did that make any money? Make any money? Did any of these make any money? Um, I mean, I was willing to, like, I mean, I think there is probably some Swedish bump. I'm just saying it's they might not be exactly the same as U.S., but I would be willing to say that Frozen Two might be. Might but, be number one, or you're just saying like, yeah, that's what I mean. Because that I was the your the first thought you had was to put it at number one, and I had the same thought. Um, I mean, that was I'm mostly thinking... joking, but like, what do we know about Thomas? Like, Thomas embraces all things Swedish. Uh, like he squirts tubes of um fish eggs into his mouth. Um, that, that's oh, okay. a great. I thought you were just gonna stop it. Content, he squirts. By the way, he drinks rose hip tea cold in a, in a cup like he does all kinds of gross swedish things purely because they're swedish he likes ikea furniture i mean like he if it's swedish he loves it that and that's like there's this strong like national well it's not nationalism okay so in uh, you're right in game is important so i talked to you the, <laughs> the swedish because, is the opposite of, because of the squirting <laughs> what 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 about end game uh, never, okay. No, I'm going back to his earlier point where he was kidding that. Yeah, it's got to be in game. It's got to be end game. And even Spider-Man has to do better than Frozen, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was even looking at this even a little bit more. I mean, this Star Wars didn't do that well, but it still made like a billion dollars. Yeah. But the yeah, how well? So I know like certain cultures and countries don't like star wars like they just haven't embraced it oh. has sweden embraced star wars do you know are there well, swedish characters in it hey didn't a swede play um vader in rogue one okay but that's not a swedish character um, <laughs> but but they they wouldn't they didn't know it's not like like what, oh, let's what, go what, after what, the sweet let's go after the swedish market the guy who doesn't the character um, doesn't sorry, speak we've got just, a guy that <laughs> wears a mask and doesn't say anything <laughs> What about the Ewoks? Do you think they're Swedish? No, you perverts. What are you guys doing with the Ewoks over there? <laughs> the furries? They like to dress up like Ewoks. Lion King. Swedes are pretty racist, so they probably don't like that because oh, it's African. Lord. Once upon a time in Hollywood? Yeah. Hollywood's pretty far from Sweden. <laughs> Where was the husband hiding out when his wife got murdered? The director. What was his name? Kubrick. No, that was... <laughs> what? That was? It was not Kubrick's wife. No. <laughs> 
who was it? Who was the director? Sharon that, Tate. Uh, yeah. Who was it? Who was her husband that was in another country? It wasn't Kubrick. It was Roman Polanski. So where was he hanging out? They probably are a big fan of him. So you're saying like after he was accused of of rape, where is he? <laughs> where has he been living? No, I'm saying where was he the night that his wife was murdered? He was in another country. What country was that? Because if it was Sweden, then oh, that would be okay. a reason why they probably would see the movie. That's a tie-in. Okay. Well, okay. So Aladdin They're probably has, a bigger fan of him than his wife anyway. Aladdin has a scene in Sweden, right? Like they uh they they drop Aladdin, like they like open a portal and like drop him in this like ice place, right? You know, I think misconceptions say that that's Siberia, but I'm guessing that's Sweden. Does that really happen? Am I just imagining this? I mean, maybe I've seen the first one. It wasn't in a shot for shot remake of the first one with Will Smith doing a Robin Williams impression. So and what do also we have? we have who's that Saturday Indian? Night Live chick that was that was like the handmaiden. She was good. Elizabeth Moss. No. Saturday, Saturday Night Live's yeah. Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> her Scientology's name. Elizabeth Moss. I didn't know she was born into Scientology. Her dad was a big musician and he joined before Old musicians are big Scientologists. Mina Masood. No, that was he played Aladdin. Uh, what's her What's her name? Why don't I know her name? Nassim Pedrad. That's her name. Elizabeth Nassim Pedrad is the actor I'm thinking of. I like her. She's Iranian, huh? Ask John Travolta to spell her name. That's a good one. I, that's a Seems you know that's Travolta. a timely reference. That's uh that's pretty good. <laughs> it's just like uh. I, I'm going to interrupt the game to share something real quick. You know how South Dakota like gets things last, right? That like <laughs> trends get here like years, like things that well, are cool like, that's elsewhere. They, that's that's the perception they put out there. I mean, we know the truth is it's actually the opposite of that. That's true. But, yeah, we're the trendsetters. But yeah, there's but a Jan- January Jones comes first. Right. In the, there's in a, the calendar. There's a pizza place in town that what, what do they call it? The marquee, like where they got like yeah, messages. Yeah. On the marquee, it says, our pizza slaps harder than Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Did I just put that up? It's I don't know when they put it up, but it's up now. (laughs) Like the the, the rest of the country has moved on (laughs) and they're still talking about Will Will Smith slapping. All right. Uh, Let's see. What do you have? They really like the thing that they had it on there before. And then they were just like, no, we still got to get this is a good one. But we got to get the mileage out of the one we have up there now. Back to the game. What do you have? Back to the game. Okay. Um. So I've got Endgame, Spider-Man, Frozen 2. I don't remember how Aladdin and Lion King did. I feel like Lion King did better. Yeah. Joker. I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood did very well here for an original script, but not like Marvel good or, you know, Disney remake good. Oh, I was um, about to look up the box office for it. I probably shouldn't do that. Be a big... How to Train Your Dragon is a... DreamWorks, which I want, doesn't do I want How to Train Your Dragon last. Okay. I think that piece of shit's going. I mean, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even remember this thing coming out. I've seen the first two. I don't think I've, I've seen, seen parts third. of the, f- I've seen You've parts seen the first the one. the first two? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Haven't yeah, you? He's, he has Big, kids. Uh, Justin Long fan. He has kids. He no idea who that is. Was he in it? Isn't Justin Long the star of that thing? I have no I, idea. I, but I, I, I actually I mean, like it's, Justin it's Long. It's animated. I'm not sure he's in it at all. <laughs> I think Justin Long is, is a good character actor. I like him. Yeah, I don't want to um, hear his voice for three hours. Does Joker go above or below the the Disney ones? Uh, what do we have? We have so we have in-game, we have Spider-Man. We have Frozen Two, so we're looking at number four right now. Do we put do we slot Captain Marvel in because it's it's a big Marvel, it's a blockbuster, it's a Marvel movie, it's got lady power. I think it's got to be either Captain Marvel or Star Wars. So let's I'll do let Captain you. Marvel and then Star Wars. And, and then... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, did that do better or worse yeah. than the Disney remakes? Yeah, that's a tough one. So the Disney, I should say, live action remakes because 
um, they actually got the lions to talk. It's not photorealistic. Like That's why Donald it took so long Glover. to do it. That that took even longer um, to do a Donald Glover impression. This line doesn't sound anything like Donald Glover. But Joker made like hundreds of millions of dollars. That could be even above. I would. I think probably Joker made more money over there than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did they play? Uh, I didn't watch Joker. Did they play Steve Miller Band the whole time? Just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of was. It was a weird tonal thing with the movie. It, it was like yeah, a dark movie yeah. with <laughs> Steve. Chris. I know two songs. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay, Joker, Star Wars, Joker, Lion King, Aladdin. Put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood above Above Aladdin. Aladdin? Okay. Then what are we down to? How to Train Your Justin Long. Hidden Hidden Valley? Sudden Valley. Got it, Thomas? Endgame, Spider-Man, Frozen 2, Captain Marvel, Star Wars, Joker, Lion King, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Aladdin, How to Train Your Dragon. Boom. We aced it. Okay, uh, so on the when I give you the right answers, I also give you where they placed on the on the U.S. domestic box office. There are two movies on the U.S. domestic box office that did not make the top ten in Sweden in 2019. Those movies were Toy Story 4 and Jumanji: The Next Level. Not fans of the Toy the Stories fuck? in Sweden, huh? To- Toy Story isn't all that great. So you don't like? You're, no. not, you're not a fan of Woody's. No. What about Jumanji? No. Jumanji's great, though. What the hell are you guys doing uh, over there? Jumanji! So My Danny DeVito n- impression. Number 10 in Sweden this year was Captain Marvel. Are you kidding me? You misogynist. Oh, my. We should have. Uh, it was uh, it was sixth on the list in the US. Number nine in Sweden, Spider-Man Far From Home. Which okay. was Go fuck yourself. Seven you guys, in the yeah, US. you guys are terrible. What is wrong with you? Oh, Number... wait, did that come out like around Christmas and like spread out the, the money oh, across two years? I don't remember. Uh, number... It had to have. There's no way Spider-Man would have been seventh. Yeah, in but a... it would it would uh, affect the total. We didn't. Yeah, we should have gotten release dates on these. Yeah. If number if, uh, there's an asterisk eight in Sweden. You had once upon a time in Hollywood. The right answer is once upon a time in Hollywood. So yes. you, you nailed that one in the yeah, U.S. That... In the That's U.S., where, where, do you, where do you think it was in the U.S.? Uh, uh, six. Five. Uh, do, do you want to guess again? No. In the no. U.S., it was number 20. Oh. Uh, what? Oh, how much did it make? Uh, like, did it make uh, any money? No, ben, it did, did it make it did, any money? Uh, <laughs> it, it did not make all that much. Uh, number I seven. I thought it made like 300 million. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. It was a big financial thing because like, remember, like Quentin Tarantino is like the one guy who could say F you to China and say like, no, I'm not editing the movie. We'll just not guess, make money. I guess in China. with 300 million is not that much compared to these other uh, pieces of shit. So. In 2019, in the US, it made 142 million. So the 374 is worldwide? Perhaps. I don't have those numbers. Uh, moving on, you have one right. Uh, number seven, you put The Lion King. The right answer is Aladdin. Lion King. Ah, you jerk. Number six, you put. Joker. Where was it in the U.S.? Aladdin was uh, eight in the U.S., seven in Sweden. So, you know. Isn't that sick that Aladdin made, like, oodles more money than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Right. Our society is oh, shit. It made worst. a billion dollars. Number six, you put the Joker. Uh, I'm sorry, just Joker. Joker. Cleaner. Uh, the right answer is How to Train Your Dragon 3. In the U.S., it placed 16th. I told you Swedes like Swedes, and there are Vikings in that movie. But then you also argued against it. Because it sucks. Uh, in the fifth spot, you guys slotted in Frozen. You slotted oh, in Star, Star Wars. Wars. 
The right answer is Frozen 2, which placed fourth in the US. Number four, you guys said Captain Marvel. Wait, the so right... we liked Frozen 2 better than Swedes? Yes. Interesting. Uh, because it's made up. Uh, number four. No, it's because it pointed out the meanness of the Swedes to the indigenous peoples. Number four, you guys had Captain Marvel. The right answer is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, which was third in the US, fourth in Sweden. Uh, in third, you guys put Frozen 2. Uh, in Sweden, Joker placed third, Joker. and that was ninth. Oh, Todd Todd Phillips is huge in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then number two, Avengers Endgame, which of course made all the money in the US and placed first. First in Sweden, The Lion King, the non racist Swedes. What? Love The Lion King. What? They loved the CGI animated update of the animated classic, it's... The Lion King. <laughs> Love you guys can't cut you're perverts. You, you guys can't can't come into NATO. No. <laughs> you're on your own. Look, we put we put once upon a time in Hollywood in our top 10. You guys did it. You are disqualified. So I have to go. You guys have fun. Bye. Wow. Oh, oh wow. He just left. All right. Uh, Ryan, I wanted you to talk a little bit about your experience from last week where you, you were all excited. You said that you were hard as rocks or something. Uh, you were in a store. You even sent Chris and Chris and my, you sent us a video. Tell everyone about this. You, you were at a Walmart. Yes, I was. Uh, I was driving through Manor, Texas, which where, is... where is this? Where, where are we? So it's it's about uh, maybe 15 miles east, just straight east from Pflugerville or Austin. It's being it's becoming more of a bigger city just because you people are having to move farther and farther out uh, from Austin for to get affordable housing. So they built a new Walmart there. And so we're talking a brand new Walmart within probably the last couple of years. It wasn't like the grand opening or anything. So I was just like, oh, there's a new Walmart. And I needed to go in, get some beef jerky, some water and stuff, and use their use their toilet. And uh, uh, before you move on, how, how were the toilets? Uh, it was the everything looked nice. I didn't check out the stalls. I just went to the urinal and it was a nice, um, it's a nice shaped urinal. It wasn't. Uh, it was one of these uh, oval urinals that kind of, kind of came out towards you, kind of like it just wanted to give you, give you a little cup. Um, what? What was the? Was the the door to the stalls? Or are we talking top to bottom, like uh, floor no, to ceiling? No. No, they uh, were hmm? about probably two feet off the ground. Okay. So, not okay. great. Some feet could get through there. Um. Any and so as I. I, I noticed the checkout area looked different when I was walking in, but I didn't really think that much of it. I could tell that the self-checkout was expanded from what it was from normal Walmarts, but I didn't realize until after I went and grabbed my stuff and was walking to the checkout area that, yes, the self-checkout is expanded because there's only self-checkout, not a cashier in sight. So how and, many were there? How many, how many self checkouts? Oh, I mean, there were probably, so there were different kinds. There were, you, you had your, you know, 10 items or left, small little self checkouts, probably like uh, on each end, probably like 15 of those just lined up. Then in the middle, they had um, these bigger self checkouts for as many items as you want. And they had like a conveyor belt that 
you know, you just put your items on and it runs up to the scanner and then you have a cart parked on the other side next to the bag. So you put all your items on the conveyor belt out of your cart, pull the cart around, and then you start scanning everything, put in the bags and then put in your cart. So you uh, can but run you, through. You, you still have you still have to scan them yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, at first it sounded like you just shove your items on the conveyor belt. And it runs them through and scans oh, everything. Oh no, because we're not there that, yet. That, 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 that would be amazing. Is, that's the uh, that's the dream. Unless you have a ton of items, it seems kind of a wasted extra what, stuff. Well, then you're in the wrong belt. lane, or yeah, the wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, you shouldn't be using those unless you're. And I didn't see anybody. I don't know if anybody was even using any of the bigger ones. So there was probably like five or six of the really big ones, and then all the other ones were the smaller uh, what, but was this one of those human like a really large really like super sized oh, yeah, walmart yeah it's it, it okay seemed like it might be the biggest walmart i've ever seen i didn't know they were even bigger but yeah it was huge it was um, like so a bucky's in there it was the big boy yeah it was like a bucky's in there uh, all right so uh, do you so uh, d- this struck me uh, today when i went to the store uh, on my way home from work uh, something that's really big in sweden uh, at the bigger grocery stores is that you yourself you grab a hand scanner when you enter the store and then as you are walking through the store you just scan your items uh, and and put them in your in your basket or in your cart you don't scan anything you just take the hand scanner and place it in a machine and then you pay yeah yeah yeah, they, they go in a little holster with a <laughs> holster. Yeah. Ryan walks around yeah, the for store like the big things like that you don't want to... from the hip. That seems far superior to the self-checkout scanning thing. Like you scan as you go. Mm, I mean, it depends because you've got to put your stuff on the like they want you to most of it. They want you to put in the bags because it's a scale. And they're making sure you're scanning the items that weigh the right amount. Because you, if you if you like scan something and then you put something on the scale that's not the right size, uh, then it'll give you a, an error message. And then you'll the lady will have to come uh, over uh, and be like, oh, or like lady, if you scan not, one not thing, the cops. In, <laughs> the cops, if you scan like one thing and then you put two things in the bag that's on the scale. It'll say, hey, you put something on there that you didn't scan. What the fuck was that? Uh, I saw a news item uh, flash by today in my on my Twitter feed or somewhere where uh, uh, apparently on the west coast of Sweden, a bunch of stores are removing self-checkout what? Uh, because they are experiencing so much loss. Yeah, Things are that's... just disappearing because people are it, it, thieves. It is a problem, especially, um, yeah, there's some HEBs around here where they really watch you when uh, when you go to the self-checkout. And they're the ones that if you have too many, because most of the HEBs, if I have like, you know, 30 or 40 items, they're not going to, they don't care. Uh, they'll let me go through self-checkout. But the ones that are like, have uh, high loss stores, they'll be really strict about the 10 items because you get it, the more items a person has, the harder it is for the, person that's supposed to be watching making sure everybody's not stealing but, right you know it's too bad transition it's too bad that chris had to leave because we we have an item that if there's one thing that we are known for on this podcast it is that we pick a bit and we stick to it there, there is this red thread throughout the entire show and we wanted to talk about twins again this week we didn't want to um but it happened because we're always on the lookout for uh like we just put this energy out and these common things come to us and that's why that's why we stay on 
course and stay consistent um, is because how did I find this? What was it doing? Possible I was just scanning the uh, the Audible, you know, new releases or whatever, as I often do. And I don't but know. But this isn't a, this isn't a book, is it? Yes. Oh, it's a book. I I thought it was a movie for some reason. Did, oh no. Oh, you thought it was a movie? Oh, so it is a new release. Yeah, it came out. It's a book. It came out September twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Months. It's written by Renee S. Perez the second is called two twins not two t-o-o like too much twins t-w-o twins two minnesota twins fans well i guess it could be two minnesota twins players but not fans oh players. right yes two you know like uh kirby puckett and one of the other ones i i assumed oh this is a book about two twins because if it was just about a set of twins you don't have to say two that's what it means twins uh, so if they say two right. twins, I'm thinking, all right, this is two sets of twins. Right. You, you, so you, rare, you rarely stumble across one twin. Well, I mean, you could. There is the other one. I, I click down to the summary, and I'm just going to read it. We'll try to figure out what this is. Two twins. This is the story of a successful young couple living in Austin, Texas, whose personal histories, national and ethnic identities, and aptitudes and ambitions have brought them to this booming city this fast time. To the, This is still the first sentence. This is all the first sentence. To the music and tech industries, still the first sentence, and to one another, period. New and old successes and family ties and responsibilities put Rob and Maria to the test. So there's a, we've got two names now, so we know two people. Seems they're a couple, though. So, it, all right, so... New and old uh, successes and family ties and responsibilities put Rob and Maria to the test concerning what they want in life and in marriage and forced them to reckon with the adults and spouses their happy modern lives have made them. That is a confusing sentence. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, go on. Roll um, with it. Next. Witty and heartfelt. You can Good tell. Girl. like the, the wittiness is just... Jumping so, off, off yeah. the sentences. Yeah. So I, two twins is an exploration of looming millennial middle age. How our personal anthropologies inform what we want from life and the kinds of love we're capable of offering and the kinds we're apt to receive. So they're talking about, I mean, the kinds of love were, uh, that's it. That's the whole summary. The kinds of love. So they're talking about two twins banging each other. All right. So, so we have, we have a young couple, the title two twins. We get two names. And they are, they're married. They're banging? Robin, Robin right. Maria. It's, it's, a, it's a young, a young, successful young couple living in Austin, Texas. Uh, what? <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I'm so, I mean. Where, where, where does the old title su- come from? Yes, my thought is that, no, this is not about a, uh, a brother and sister twins that are, married and banging but what what where why twins where's what what twins what are you talking about rob and maria to the test concerning concerning what they want in life and in marriage and force them to reckon with the adults and spouses, spouses. it's one of those it's it's, it's one of those incest books wait what spouses um, reckon with the or- adults and spouses in their happy modern lives their happy modern lives have made them uh- Oh, yeah, well, each so, of them is a spouse. Uh, so so they're talking, they're saying to each other, they're each other's spouses. Maybe think, it was released back in September. And so I feel, yeah, we, I think you should, 
I think you should get it. Find out. Do you think you'd make it through? Would you kill yourself before you're finished with it's it? An because exploration it, and exploration of looming millennial middle age. How our personal anthropologies go fuck yourself. Our personal anthropologies <laughs> inform what we want from life and the kinds of love we're capable of offering and the kinds we're apt to receive. Interesting, the book is written in the same style. I, w- I would cut yeah. myself before I make it to page 30. Where are the twins? Why is it called Two Twins? All right, uh, b- before we go, uh, we have an obligation to our sponsors, uh, as we do on each episode. Ryan, take it away. Add. Uh, yeah, I got it. I wrote it on an actual piece of paper. Um, Ryan's looking oh, around. It's, it is... That's right. Uh, I did stop at Bucky's and they were out of toilet paper. And so it's it's actually in a Bucky's toilet. Uh, I'll I'll write it. I'll write it again. I remember most of it. So next time oh, you'll write, write it write again. It. You won't go back and get it. I guess I could go. That'd probably be easier. Just go back. Because I don't fl- I never flush. Talk about finding treasure in. Oh, there you go. Flush in, in the, the toilet. Thank you to everyone for listening. We will be back again some other month. Like uh, we always are. Some other Just holiday. And the day that you predict that we would be back. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the pompatists of love. People talk about me, baby. I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong Well don't you worry baby, don't worry Cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home Cause I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover and I'm a sinner I play my music in the sun I'm a joker I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight 